0: The Ranger Ryan Show. Well, 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 back again to talk about fantasy films, or what I consider fantasy films. But I think I think this one also has, uh, you know, I think it's labeled a fantasy film. Uh, Stay tuned, which is uh, the lowest rated film that we're going to be talking about, I think. I like a lot of bad movies, um, or what other people consider bad movies. I, I think this is an unbelievable movie. Uh, so anyway, in 1992, uh, directed by Peter Himes, uh, which, just a quick note on his directorial style, um, he, since 1984, um, has been his own cinematographer, which I know his films don't necessarily use... Um, you know, special techniques when it comes to camera angles. Uh, but to me, that was always kind of an important fact. Um, I don't know if you've ever been on a film set. Uh, I've done cinematography and I felt that my decisions were a large part of the creative process. And it was just kind of okayed by the director. The director is there to make sure the actors are, you know, he directs the actors into, uh, how their performances should appear. Uh, but he also does his cinematography. Uh, it was, you know, if you don't, it's considered a 1992 American fantasy comedy film. So I'm good. I'm good. I checked the box. Uh, it is a fantasy film. So I'm, I'm good to go there. It, uh, it has really really bad reviews before I know I'm not going to start out with the reviews, but 47% tomato meter, 55% audience score. I thought the audience was gonna be with me on this one. Uh, they are absolutely not <laughs> with me on this one, but that's fine. Uh, the film is about a couple who has been you know they've been kind of having a rough time. her husband's like obsessed with television. And, you know, he stays up on the couch all night watching TV. She goes to bed. Sometimes he doesn't even make it to the bed. I'm not saying that I have any kind of uh, similar instances in my life. (laughs) But uh, similar to when we talked about to... I'm using the word similar a lot today. I don't know what's happening. Resembling. (laughs) Resembling. Huh? See, it's better. Resembling Wizard of Oz, um, where we have a character from our world taken into a different world. Uh, Stay Tuned does the exact same thing, except they are sucked into a television world uh, by an emissary of hell. And it's kind of like a game show as well for them, uh, because if they survive 24 hours in hell TV, uh, they are released from it. That's the agreement that uh, Satan made with God uh, that, yes, you can take their souls, but you have to give them a chance, and uh, that chance is 24 hours surviving in HTV, right? I don't want to say hell like 100 times. HTV, and uh, that's, there you go. That's your basic, That's your ba- that's your rundown. Of the plot, he's uh you know it starts out we see we see the relationship right we see his obsession with TV, um, and probably the funniest parts of the of the movie. Uh, so there's 666 channels of programs, right? And you can't—it's not regular TV. It's like ultra TV. It's called television, <laughs> and Basically, you know, the, I'm saying it out loud and I'm really worried that it comes. I can see why people are giving it bad reviews because the way I'm talking about it is it sounds a little ridiculous, to be honest. Anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, so, you know, we see their dynamic. We see them get sucked in the TV and uh, basically if you get killed in the TV show. Your soul becomes the property of Satan. Okay, and they have 24 hours, and nobody ever makes it 24 hours, so it's not a big deal. We did get um, a little bit of a, um, you know, a, a note that somebody, somebody has gotten out before. Uh, Jeffrey Jones plays kind of like the, um, uh, I guess we'll say producer, right? He's the one that gets them to sign the paperwork. Uh, and gets them sucked in, and you know, kind of chooses what, how they should die, basically. So Roy and Helen Nable um, are the two primary characters. Uh, they go through a bunch of different, um, a bunch of different worlds, which is something I kind of talked about, uh, but I kind of went off track because that's what I do. Just kind of, anyway. So there's all these parodies, right? Um, instead of MTV, they have HTV, right? You know what the H stands for. Um, and they had Salt and Peppa in the in the film. Uh, instead of Yogi Bear, they have a Yogi Beer commercial. Um, instead of the Home Shopping Network, they have something called the Home Shoplifting Channel. Um, instead of Star Trek: The Next Generation, it's called Death Trek. The next generation. <laughs> instead of World Wrestling Federation, it's called the Underworld Wrestling Federation. Uh, instead of Different Strokes, which is about you know the strokes of life, and uh, they have a show called Different Strokes, which is about two elderly men literally having strokes. Um, we have the Facts of Life, and then it's the Facts of Life Support. We have the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Then we have the Fresh Prince of Darkness. Uh, The show Married with Children has become Unmarried with Children. Golden Girls becomes Golden Ghouls. Uh, You get it. You get the idea, right? Instead of Murder, She Wrote, they have Murder, She Likes. (laughs) It's it's funny. Instead Instead of Saturday Night Live, they have Saturday Night Dead. And it's not Wayne's World; it's Dwayne's Underworld. Uh, it's funny. It's funny. Laugh. And that's if 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 there if there's one thing we learned from this podcast, it is that the top critics don't like funny things. They don't. And in a way, this show kind of makes fun of, you know, television, in a way. Um. So that's probably that's probably where we're at. That's probably that's probably why it did so poorly, because uh, it kind of mocked, you know, the entire, <laughs> the entire industry, but only through words. It's not like you know, it wasn't that bad. Uh, there are only three top critic reviews. Uh, when you look at major films, you're you're looking at page after page after page, right? Six pages, right? over over 50 always um, but to have three top critic reviews is actually kind of depressing um, you know which kind of affects your overall score right the more reviews you have the better odds are of you getting a, a better score because your averages are changed um, all right so again 1992 this review is from 2000 from the Austin Chronicle no words to edify from 2003, Movie Mom gave it a 3 out of 5. No words, no no reasoning behind it. The only reasoning we have behind it is from Variety Magazine from 2009. Quote, not diabolical enough for true black comedy. Too scary and violent for kids lured by its PG rating. And witless in its send-up of obsessive TV viewing. Stay Tuned is a picture with nothing for everybody. Wow. That is uh, probably the rudest review I've ever read. Really, that last line. Stay tuned is a picture with nothing for everybody. <laughs> wow, that is harsh to say the least. The uh, you know it's ironic. You know I, I my my wife and daughter went out of town, so my son and I, who is. Uh, you know, oh, both my kids are under 10, if that helps. So we uh, we needed something to watch, right? And, you know, I knew I was doing this podcast. I knew I was going to be talking about things um, in the wheelhouse of fantasy films. And I was just kind of surfing Amazon Prime, I believe, I think. And stay tuned. Was on there, and I was like, "Oh, I love this movie!" Hey, we're gonna watch this movie, <laughs> and uh, he agreed. Which, which is which is rare, actually, uh, for him to agree without really, you know, he was in a mood because it was just us. So I think it was a little bit more, a little more cool with whatever. You know, he's like, "Well, yeah, okay, I can't complain to." mommy so might as well just say yes (laughs) so we watched the movie i let him know that the coolest part is when they get trapped in a cartoon world and he was you know he was waiting for that um and he was like excited guessing what they were going to be when they got to the cartoon world and yes the movie has a few a few language barrier issues um but, you know, nothing that's really that. I, I really don't know what they mean by violent. Because um, that review was written, you know, kind of recently, right? It was 2009. I know, I know, it's not, you know, it's over 10 years old. I get that. But I'm pretty sure uh, the level of violence in television in 2009 was, or movies, you know, was pretty pretty high at a PG rating. Um, but anyway. So yeah, there was a few things where I was like, ooh. Uh but nothing crazy. Nothing um nothing to warrant that review at least. Anyway, uh he really enjoyed the movie. And my wife called when they got to where they were going. And she was like, What are you guys doing? It's like, oh we just watched a movie. Watch stay tuned. She's like, Oh I love it. You love that movie. I was like, Yeah, I know, it was cool. We got to watch it. It's still it's still cool. I, I love this movie. And then she's like, I read an article uh the other day about it. I was like, What? What do you what do you mean you what do you mean you read an article about a movie that is super old? Yeah, like it's gotten like popular because like old movies are like Popping up on streaming and people are finding them. I was like, oh, okay. My wife does not talk like that. She she doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can be, I, I can I can I can I can do what I want. Anyway, and I was like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. I mean, maybe, maybe uh, maybe when I do, you know, when I record on it, it'll have like a bunch of user reviews of all these new people that have given this shit movie a chance. You know, starring the late great John Ritter of all things. And uh, no, it has really bad reviews still. Are they recent? I can't imagine. She, uh, let, me look, let me go to all audience. I won't read them. But I do want to see if there's any from this year. No, they're all from last year. She probably read the article a year ago. And said, I read it the other day. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm not going to give away the ending. Because I want you to go watch it. Honestly, I do. I do. I want you to watch it because um, it's only 80 minutes, you know? Like, if the 90s gave us anything, it gave us 80-minute movies with a beginning, middle, and end, you know? And I know all that changed, and now we're in the three-hour marks, which is literally double the 80 minutes, right? It's like, you're, you're joking. Um, yeah, this film... Nobody really wanted it. Um, the idea behind it was it was The Evil Dead meets Monty Python. That was that was the idea when the film was written. Uh, Tim Burton was supposed to be the director, uh, but he left the project due to Batman Returns. And I think it would have been a little different um, if Tim Burton had his had his claws in this film, <laughs> but. I honestly think it would have not been that different, you know? I mean, Jeffrey Jones is still in it, you know? I mean, I guess he would, you know, he played Charles Dietz in Beetlejuice. Um, And Eugene Levy is great in everything he does. Uh, So, of course, I appreciated him in this film. But I think it really was, um, you know, it kind of spoke to uh, the television industry. I mean, you had John Ritter, who was best known for Three's Company, right? Um, And you had uh, Pam Dauber playing his wife, who was best known as Mindy from Mork and Mindy. Uh, So we have two TV character icons playing a couple in a film that gets them sucked into a TV world. And on on a kind of a meta scale, it works so well. And I I think it's still funny. And I think... uh, I'm glad my kid liked it. You know, I was I was a little nervous. He's very critical, uh, so if he gave it a thumbs up, then I think I think it deserves to have a higher review score than it currently has. Um, so if you do watch it, make sure to go to Rotten Tomatoes and let's let's boost this score uh, because it's hard. It's hard to see movies that you really like, um, for you know for. Various reasons. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I like a lot of bad movies, you know, I'm not going to lie, but because I enjoy, sometimes I just enjoy, I enjoy that kind of, that kind of experience, right? Um, But if a movie is genuinely funny, it deserves higher than a 55% audience score. You and I cannot affect the tomato meter, right? Uh, We do not have that power yet. But as of right now, I'd at least like to see an unspilled popcorn bucket for this movie. Uh, and I guess I guess this will this will have to be the time where I try to create a Rotten Tomatoes account where it doesn't like kick me off for being a bot or something. I had a Rotten Tomatoes account and I lost it. I don't know what happened. But um, this might be the movie that finally gets me to uh, create a new one because. Fifty-five percent is not is unacceptable, quite frankly. All right. Um, next time, uh, ooh, let me look at the schedule. What am I supposed to be talking about next time? I know I'm probably not going to like it. Oh, okay. Ironically, uh, we're talking about a Tim Burton film next, and I know I just mentioned that he was supposed to be part of this project. So that's actually um a really good segue all right make sure to listen to the next episode and anything else in my catalog because uh, the more views um, the the more the more happy I get and uh, we can all use a little bit more happiness right right especially if uh, you know you look at the current climate of quality out there so let's uh let's stick together let's let's give uh a bunch of positive reviews for stay tuned, but you have to watch it first. You can't lie. And, um, and I'll try to do my best to add to that number as well. But until then, until you do all that, uh, do your best and be well.